bless you. Every head bowed. Lord, we bless you and we thank you for this opportunity to stand before your people. God, I pray that you would word my mouth. Give me what to say. Give your people an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Look on those, God, that desire to be here, not able. Meet them at the point of their needs. Those under the sound of my voice. God, we pray that you will meet them at the point of their need. Lift them up. Encourage those that are going through. Look on the bereaved. Comfort them like only you can. Save, heal, strengthen, and deliver. Have your way in this place. We'll forever give you the glory. All the honor and the praise belong to you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. All the God people said, Amen. Come on, give God some praise. Come on, give God some praise. Time is filled with swift transition. Oh, no. Over unmoved can stand. You need to feel your hopes on things eternal. You got to hold to God's unchanging hand. Come on, everybody. You need to hold to His hand. God's unchanging hand. You need to hold to His hand. Yeah, yeah. God's unchanging hand. You need to be your hopes on things eternal. You gotta hold to God's unchanging hand. Listen. Trust in Him. Who will not leave you? Oh, what forever years may bring. If my only friend forsaken, still more coldly cling to him, you need to hold. His hand. Come on, y'all. God's unchanging hand. You need to hold to His hand. Oh, God's unchanging hand. You need to be your hopes on things You need to hold to God's unchanging Come on, everybody. You need to hold. to hold to his hand. Yeah. God God's unchanging hand. You need to hold to his hand. Oh, oh God. God's unchanging hand. You need to build 
your hopes on things eternal. You need the hope to God's unchanging day. Come on. You need the hope. 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 You need to build your hope on faith. Come on, y'all. Give God some praise. God bless you to have your seats. We just thank God for this time to stand before you. I want to thank God for those that were able to tune in on Friday night. That was a message that God came at the last moment. I had something else prepared, and it came at the last moment. But I'm going to ask the question again. What is the real crisis? What is the real crisis? I gave out some statistics the other night. I think it was 800 and some thousand abortions in the year of 2018. And then in 19, it went up just a little bit more, 888,000. Now, to me, if by definition, abortion is murder because it's a living being. That day, y'all might call it something else. That's what I call it. 888,000 aborted in 2019. So what is the real crisis? The real crisis to me is the church has let God down. The church don't stand for what it used to stand for. Church don't have the power. Y'all remember back in the day? Knowing to get so high, the preacher couldn't even preach. Y'all, anybody remember those days? The church does not stand for what it used to. In the book of 2 Timothy, this is the word of the Lord that he has given me for this morning. And I pray that it be a blessing to you. All of those members that are not here, maybe you're watching on Facebook, we're praying for you. That whatever your situation is, God will give you the victory. Second Timothy chapter 2. Beginning at verse number one. Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the thing that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. These are instructions. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Paul is saying you have seen, you have been a witness 
of what I've been going through and what others are doing the same thing. Now, therefore, you, you're going to have to do the same thing. You're going to have to endure hardness the same way we did, the same way we had to go through. You're going to have to endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. May God continue to bless the word. We want to talk from the subject. It's time to dig in. It's time to dig in. And I think some of y'all that have been in the military already know where I'm going. There comes a time, and most of your mothers know, that your most earnest prayer is when you're praying for your child. When something's going on with others, you pray. Lord, touch them. Lord, meet them at the point of their needs. But when it hit your household and your child, right now, God, I know you able. Because it's directly affecting you. And that's common. There's nothing wrong with that. That's your child. That's your blood. There comes the time when a soldier has to make a decision. It's bad when military soldiers on the same team turn against one another. When we are supposed to have a common enemy, we fighting among ourselves. This preacher is talking about that preacher and that saint is looking funny at that saint and the devil is laughing at all of us because he knows with the way we carry it on, all the tongue speaking you want to do, you ain't going to make it in if you're jealous or envious or covetous of anybody else. So many times the enemy look at us and don't take us serious even though we have on the uniform. It looks like we strong. Looks like we okay. But it's not about what you say or how you look. It's about the actions that follow. My wife and I went to the store the other day, passing by the store, and we saw this black man, white man, holding hands, walking into the supermarket. And when I see stuff like that, I can't run over them, but I slowed down. I slowed down. I, I really, I'm like, can, can you believe this? We're not talking about no old folk. We're talking about maybe 30, 35. And my wife made the comment, yeah, and the reason why they're holding hands, they're trying to front it. Most people don't hold, most couples don't hold hands going into the grocery store. It, it, am, I, am, I, am I in the house? Most couples don't go in the grocery store holding hands. But because they want everybody to know, they go in just as proud as they can be. And chances are, one of them is a deacon in somebody's church. And one of the things about I I I I, I want to break this down. There's something you can do, and you can call it what you want. 
But when the, I'm telling y'all, y'all, we know God is soon to come back. Everybody believe that, but I believe when churches start allowing men to be mothers in the church, y'all better look up because your Redeemer draweth nigh. I don't care how much he want to act and how much he want to act like he saw. When, when preachers start accepting men on the mother's board, we got a problem. On, we already got a problem on our hand, but when that start happening, you know we're getting closer to the end of time. I believe if my audience is here today, some I can't see, but I believe all of us have a prayer life. I believe all of us pray before we go to bed at night and thank God for keeping us during the day and pray that he'll watch over us during the night. And I believe all of us, whether you save or unsave, hopefully every morning when you get up, you thank him for another day. When you go to the doctor, they get a report and Get a good report, or maybe you get a bad report, but God turned those situations around. You pray and you say, Lord, I thank you for being my healer. Lord, I thank you for being my doctor. Think all of us have been noticing that. Seems like the devil is loose. And doing seem like whatever he wants to do. But I want to remind you that God is yet in control. That's why he says in everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. That's telling, that's telling us he wants you to trust him regardless of what he has allowed to take place in your life. And sometimes spiritually... We are not close enough to God to tell him thank you when we're crying. Thank you when we're hurt. Thank you when things are not going well. But he wants you to remember that whatever you're going through, it has not changed who he is. He is still God. He's still your healer. He's still your deliverer. He's still your covering. And he's saying your attitude toward me should not change because what I have allowed you to go through and you already know I want to allow you to go through more than you're able to bear. So give me thanks in every thing. One of the things that I found out in the military, I never went there, but I had two brothers went there. You don't go in the military and stay long. When you won't do it Uncle Sam's way. You can't go to the military and tell him, no, I ain't, I ain't never got up at no 6 o'clock in the morning. It's normally about 7.38. You can't do that in the military. In the military, and I don't know, I don't know, some of y'all know better than me. Just because your duty or your responsibility is different. Doesn't mean you don't know how to use the artillery. Uh-oh. Don't mean you don't know how to shoot a gun just because you're a cook. 
Just because you work on computers don't mean you don't know how to defend yourself. Sometime in the church, Lord help me Jesus, seem like people guards are down because, well, I ain't the pastor. Well, I ain't the elder. I, you know what? You don't see me on the platform. That does not mean you should not be equipped. Oh, y'all, y'all, y'all with me today. That don't mean you should not be equipped to know how to defend yourself. So when Paul says in, the, in, in, in Ephesians 6 and 11, he said, put on the whole armor of God. He wasn't talking to the bishop. He wasn't talking to the missionary. He wasn't talking to the pastor. But he was talking to everyone that named the name of Christ. Well, I don't have to go. I ain't the pastor. Well, you got the same thing the pastor said he got. You got the Holy Ghost. I got the Holy Ghost. If the Holy Ghost pushes me, it'll push you sometime. Put on the whole arm of God that you what may be able to stand against the wild, the many tricks of the devil. So the pastor need the whole armor. The elders need the whole armor. The minister need the whole armor. The pastor and the wife need the whole armor. All the saints of God need the whole armor because Satan is coming against us. What, what do you mean? Well, let's look at 2 Peter, 1 Peter 5 and 8. Be sober, be vigilant because your adversary the devil as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he made about. So Paul told us all that live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. So the question to you is if Satan is not bothering you, maybe he know you are not fully committed. I'm not trying to put nobody out, but God knows Satan been after me ever since I've been saved. Anybody know Satan been, been after you ever since you've been saved? Oh yeah, he'd always got different tricks. But if he's not bothering you, maybe you need to surrender to God. Because the Bible said all that live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. So when I say it's time to dig in, doesn't mean that the war has just started. The war been going on a long time. But now the enemy, according to my definition, a foxhole is a pit dug usually very hastily for individuals to cover themselves from the enemy fire. So the soldiers, he'd been in his uniform. He'd been walking around with his rifle on his arm. And the devil had been shooting at him but he didn't get him yet. So he decided, I need to upgrade and get some artillery set up in there. 
And when he upgrades and comes up with greater weapons, the soldier said, now it's time to dig in. Say they've been shooting at you, but maybe he hasn't gotten you yet, but he's coming with more. So it's time for the saints to dig in. Go down in your foxhole while the devil is sending all his artillery. It's very difficult. He can still get you sometime in the foxhole, but you got a better chance of survival in your own foxhole. If you don't want to get in your foxhole and you want to be cute and think you're so anointed and you see the devil is shooting everything and you're just walking around. After a while, you're going to be a prey for the enemy. But I'm telling you, child of God, it's time for us to dig in. Because the devil is going to and fro, seeking whom he may devour. And if you don't have the, the common sense to know that the more that comes at you, the more that you need God to cover you. We're living in a time now, and I'm going to tell you, I know some, I've heard, some have been discouraged by the pandemic. Some that used to go to church, we're not talking about Holy Fellowship. We're talking about worldwide. Some that used to be faithful in the church are using the pandemic that God allowed to keep them from coming back to church. Let me tell y'all something. Say you got more than one trick. When you say, I don't really need Bible study. I've heard that before. You better be careful. When you lose your appetite and pray team sing too many songs. That, 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 that we don't need all of that. Pastor got 30 minutes is just too much. When the devil can get you to start regressing in the thing that used to be good to you. Start regressing in the thing that brought you joy. Start regressing and your convictions have changed. Well, oh well, I heard it, but it wasn't that big of a deal. I've heard some people say more worse things than that. When you begin regressing, the devil is ready to come in after a while and take you completely out. Let me do a little teaching here. I've said this all of my ministry. Backsliding is not a boom, snap decision. Backsliding is normally a process. You lose interest in church. The people that you used to talk to on the phone, you don't even like their conversation no more. And those songs that you never forgot, you kind of like to listen to them every now and then. Papa was the rolling stone. Uh-huh. And you, and, and, and all that stuff begin to make you feel good. And you, you, you go to lunch with people and they got it on a station that you're not comfortable with. You used not to be comfortable with, but now you're comfortable with it now because you way on your way out of the church. Can, can, can I can I describe something? And then you come to church and you don't want to speak to nobody. Time to be addicted is over. I'm talking about before the pandemic. 
You the first one out the church because you don't want to speak to nobody. You're on your way out. You used to pay tithe as a matter of conviction, but now it ain't that big of a deal. You play the lottery now when you used you didn't play it because what's a dollar a week? Dollar a week ain't gonna hurt nobody. So all of your convictions have changed and you don't even understand that the devil is looking for you. He is walking about seeking whom he may, may mean allow themselves to be devoured. But I want you to know I have put on the whole arm of God. And you need to put on the whole arm of God that we may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And I want to tell you in my closing, it's time to dig in. Thank God for the prayer life that he's given Minister Jackson. Thank God for that, but you need a prayer life for yourself. Thank God that he's dealing with the pastor and the elders and the missionaries. Oh, but he needs to deal with you every now and then. You need to understand that just like the devil don't like me, if you're a child of God, he don't like you either. And I want you to understand something. The devil knows that if he can get one of my spiritual children, it's going to affect me. Just like if he can get one of your natural children, he knows it's going to affect mama and daddy. That's why God gave me this message. To tell my children, to tell my spiritual children, it's time for you to dig in. Oh, I know you're walking around with the whole arm of God, but the devil has come up with some new artillery. And he's trying to take you out. And you got to go down in your foxhole and ask God to cover you. You got to go down in your foxhole and tell God to be there for you when the devil is coming in like a flood. The Bible said the Spirit of God will lift up a standard against him. So God told me, children of God, dig in. Because the devil is trying to take you out. Dig in. Because he knows he only has a short time. Dig in. Because the devil wants to take you out. Dig in. Because he wants to change your testimony. He wants you to lose confidence in God. But when you dig in, you can say in your foxhole. I will let nothing separate me from the love of God. See, normally in the foxhole, you're not in there by yourself. More than likely, there's a couple of more people with you. So when you go down in your foxhole, when husband and wife go down in the foxhole, when the family gets together in the foxhole, y'all need to encourage one another. Somebody need to tell somebody, before I take it back, I'm going to add more to it because God has been good to me. Somebody say, yeah, your foxhole might not be as big as my foxhole, but I want you to know if we go down in Jesus' name, 
He's able to cover us. He's able to keep us from danger seen and unseen. So saints of God, since the devil had turned it up, you need to turn it up too. You need to go in your foxhole and call on Jesus because he is our only hope. You need to call on Jesus. He is our only help. You need to call on Jesus because he's able to do what nobody else can do. So thank dig in because the Lord is on his way back. Don't lose your praise. Don't lose your joy. But dig in. And when you get a chance in your foxhole, get praising a little bit. In the midst of your prayer, just thank him a little bit. In the midst of your prayer, ask him to cover you. Ask him to cover your children. Ask him to cover your family. Ask him to cover your pastor. Because the devil is busy. But we got power. Power over the enemy. God gave us power. Somebody say power. Because greater is he that's within me than he that's in the world. So when I go down in my foxhole, I'm going down in power. I'm going down believing that God is going to cover me. I'm going down believing that God is going to protect me. Somebody say yes. And every now and then in my foxhole, I get happy and begin to praise him. In the middle of the battle, I begin to praise him. In the middle of the confrontation, I begin to give him glory. Somebody say yes. Everybody standing. If if you don't read the paper, if you don't watch the news, just just being alive, you know that we're living in the last day. If the church could stand together, and I know we got different denominations, but if the Christian church, those that say we love Jesus, we believe that he was born, he lived 33 years, he died, and got up on the third day. If the Christian church could stand together, we can make a difference. I'm going to say something in I heard this years ago. Some races of people, one difference causes them to just boo, be completely separated. And now another race of people I've heard all they need is one thing in common, and they can all come together. They might be different on 99 things, 
but on that one thing that they agree on. And I ain't going to call, but that can come together. Say, I'm not fighting you. I'm praying for you. And I'm hoping you're praying for me. But all these dreams and revelations that people are having is no coincidence. It's time to go deeper. It's time for your prayer life to get more effective if that if it's such thing. We can't take nothing for granted. I go to bed feeling good and wake up feeling good. I thank God. It didn't have to happen. But of the grace and mercy of God. So if you don't get anything else out of this message, if you don't have on the whole arm of God, there's no need of you digging in yet. Oh, y'all don't like that. We got too many people who want to fight the devil and got the devil in them. Get behind me, Satan. How can he when he's in you? One of the days, we'll do it again. We'll play some of the prayer of the Bishop Mason. What he would say, I rebuke the devil out of your mind. And he, he, he got one of them, the field we're talking about. Uh, something about the Holy Ghost. He, he said some things in his prayer that we, most of us have never prayed, but it makes so much sense. Sometimes we want these sensational prayers. I want to sound good. But you better make sure your life is in order. That God can hear your prayer.